Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike, with me as always is Scott, Joe behind the computer. It's Craft Brood Sports, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? He's got 12 locks in his pocket. <laughs> He's back off of being locked down. I mean, yep, being locked down. Not locking anybody down, but I'm ready, man. What's going on? We missed you last Happy week, man. Back. Glad to have you back in the, in the speakeasy. Uh, did you enjoy your week off? You got to go to the Reds game. Got to see the Reds get whooped. Sure. <laughs> uh, by the way, I've seen in person so many grand slams hit by opposing teams <laughs> against the Reds. <laughs> Bill Hall used nice. to be the, the the go-to. I seemed to always end up at Brewers games when he was there. He hit three grand slams in three different games that I was there. And then when I was at the game the other day, some random Cardinal. Some random Cardinal. That I'd never heard of. Who looked like a kid. I remember asking, who's the kid playing third base for the Cardinals? <laughs> Later on, I see the, the ball go out. And I was like, one. wait a minute. was That that was the third baseman. That was the kid. The kid. He just hit a grand <laughs> slam. Well, we're glad to have you back in the studio, man. Joe, how you feeling tonight, bud? Hola's. Hey, man. All right. Uh, we, got the, we got an awesome show for you guys coming up tonight. Uh, Joe Gregory, the GM for uh, the Norfolk Tide, the Baltimore Orioles AAA team, is going to be joining us at 9 o'clock. We're going to talk some minor league ball with him and the craziness that goes on in that. Uh, I'm super pumped for that one. I'm super pumped to hear somebody in an organization to find out how they come up with these crazy ideas that they all come up with. Yes. It's not as much at the AAA level, which is kind of disappointing, uh, but he also, Joe, worked like short season single A in Youngstown, so he's used to the, the bizarre promotions. Uh, so that's well, going to be a really fun interview. And we got to talk about how AAA has become the, you're not making it to the show league, whereas it used to be 20 years ago, AAA, you're, you're, on, you're knocking on the door. Right. AAA is the, uh, it's, it's the MLS of the baseball world. <laughs> it's the collection of guys who... Might get called up when the rosters expand. Yep, September. yep, yep. And it's guys that, on their way out. <laughs> yeah, you need a rehab stint for a couple days. I guess we'll send you to AAA. It's going to be awesome though uh, to hear from him. He's also done some stuff with minor league hockey teams, and uh, I mean minor league hockey. You think minor league baseball comes up with some crazy stuff? Minor league hockey really has to come up with some bizarre things. Uh, we're also going to talk some last chance. You, all three of us, caught up on the season uh, throughout the the week since last week. So we're going to talk some JB. We're going to talk some ICC Pirates. <laughs> it was 
my favorite season so far. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into all that, though, let's get to our Would You Rather question for the night. So, Scott, why don't you take it away? Uh, we're going this week with a late Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did come up with the idea um, eSports is blowing up, and it may be behind the scenes, but uh, things are humming in the eSports world. Most people don't know, but a lot of money to be made and a lot of guys making a lot of money. And then there's the more mainstream competitive eating, which we've all known about for a long time. and Which we on the show are very big fans of. Super love some competitive eating, uh, but most people only know Joey Chestnut and, you know, Kobayashi and a couple guys here and there, whatever. There's not Badlands as... Booker. You, you can't name guys and not name Badlands Booker. Right. Well, that's fine. Eater X? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can keep going. Stone Crazy Legs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, keep going. But I'm just saying, outside of the names we just mentioned, there's a bunch of other people that nobody know. Uh, but in esports, there isn't anybody that we know of. There I know is nobody. No Joey and they also Chestnut. like their gamer tags, too, which yeah. make it even tougher to follow people. So we were wondering, uh, with all those facts on the table, would you rather be a professional eater? Or would you rather be a professional esports guy? And it seems that there's much more money in esports, so there's that, but there's not as much fame. Right. But then again, it's top end. It's, you know, it's weighted on the. Plus, you're also uh, just sitting there playing video games and not stuffing your face with some really. Like, Major League Eaters eat some gross stuff. Ooh. There's, there's like a lot the of gross Oyster stuff. eating championship where they're like just downing gross, slimy oysters. Um, there was, uh, they've done things like, uh, how many Twinkies can you get down in a certain amount of time, which Twinkies yeah. sound great, but if you're talking about eating a ton of them at once, it's going to be disgusting. Now, Scott's trying to call me out on saying mainstream, but, uh, just a few years ago, well, and I mean, it's been a little longer than that now, but when, uh, reality TV really blew up, there were competitive eating shows on all the time on all the different channels that was a thing and so yeah mainstream is definitely the correct term and yes obviously it gets honed in on one day a year but (laughs) in general it's much more mainstream than esports most people don't even know that esports exists right exactly uh robert taylor tough fan robert taylor saying i don't want to risk hating food by stuffing it like crazy and that's that's where my concern is is never being able to eat a hot dog again because i just tried to put down 70 of them on the 4th of July. There's yeah. cuz I feel like those guys can't eat hot dogs outside of that. I mean, I guess they have to train, so maybe they do. But then it becomes you don't enjoy the food. Like You're just doing it. When I did stand up, yeah, like when I did yeah. stand up, I stopped enjoying watching stand up because I was like analyzing everything and and like with your if you're eating for a job, then you're just you're concentrating on how much can I eat? How much can I how much of this can I put down my face right now? Yeah, hard pass. <laughs> How much can you shove down that gullet hole? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it it becomes just like any other thing where everybody, oh, you, you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. Yeah, except for everything eventually becomes work. Right. And so, I mean, I, you know, as much as I love pizza, if you told me that I had to cram pizza down my gullet and, you know, and as much time, you know, as much pizza as I could in 10 minutes, I'm guaranteeing you that it would ruin pizza for me. And I don't want that life. I'm not about that life. Life. Which, by the way, uh, the world record for uh, 10-inch pizza is 83 slices oh done in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. And that was Jeffrey Esper, who's the guy that was like – he's supposed to be the one pushing Joey Chestnut. He's He was the one that they were pumping up as like, this guy could get him this year. Oh. Then he finished 20-some hot dogs behind <laughs> Joey Chestnut. 
Whoops. Uh, thank you guys for, for chiming in on the Facebook live feed. Uh, Matt Barr is saying he'd rather just get beat by kids all day long in esports. <laughs> and, and that's where I, that's where I struggle with this is because I feel like esports, I'm too old for the game now. Like I can't, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, I'm, I'm over the hill in esports. Once upon a time, I would, would have been all in on esports. <laughs> right. Back uh, before esports was a thing. Yeah. Before, um, in my, but that's the thing, though. The the guys that are doing it, though, they're I mean, they're later twenties, mid twenties. It's not like it's it isn't kids true, doing this. True, true, so there's true. that. But I mean, it's just there's a lot of things going on. So that's, that's playing kids. video games to that. That's that kids extent. to me, though. I'm, <laughs> there are a couple people playing in that Fortnite thirty million that are fifteen, sixteen years old. A word. Word. Uh, all right. Well, I ain't got time. Then I'm over the hill. Sorry. Uh, my my one to two hours a, a day max <laughs> is all I can fit in these days, and that's that's on a good week. So at least you're getting one to two hours. <laughs> some of us don't even get that. Uh, we'll cast your vote. Uh, it's available. The polls available on our Facebook page and on our Twitter at Craft B Sports. Be sure to chime in throughout the show here on the Facebook live feed. If you're listening on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, shout out Twelve Ounce Sports Radio. Uh, be sure to text the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Let's get into this beer we're drinking tonight. This yeah. one has been sitting for a while, so we got to. Has it? Yeah. I feel like this was one of the more recent shipments, but it all, it's all a blur. We also have been getting a lot of I was just going to say, we've had lately. so many shipments. But either way, this beer, as all of the beers, brought to you by First Pour and Dugout Mugs. We've got the hookup for you. Just go on over to dugoutmugs.online slash craft for 10% off your entire order. That's it. Don't have to use a code. Just use the link. 10% off the order added directly to your order. This week's beer, we are drinking all fluff from Matchless Brewing from Tumwater, Washington. This is a 6.4% ABV beer. Tumwater. This is how Tavor sold us on this one. They said there's orange juice and apricot on the nose. Yep, I said it. Uh, I said it. Here we go again. (laughs) Uh, I think actually when when Those of you who have missed the original show with the apricot, apricot pronunciation, and we determined that Mike is wrong with how he pronounces it. Sticking to my guns. Apricot it is. Here we are again. They say that there's notes of pineapple and mango on the palate. We always want to know about the mouthfeel. And mm. this one is a smoothie-like smoothie-like mouthfeel. So just so a fruity smoothie, basically, is what we're drinking. Uh, but it says it's got enough bite on the end to remind you that it's a West Coast IPA. And that's one of the weird things about these New England IPAs and these hazies is you don't actually get that bite a lot of times. It's like juice straight through, and you don't really get that hop flavor at the end. This one, they aren't lying. There is some decent hop bite at the end of this beer. Yeah, before you had... Uh gotten to that part because I didn't I, I missed that part in the description I remember thinking this is the most IPA-ish of the right? hazy, of a hazy slash yeah. <laughs> uh, you know IPAs that we've been doing these milkshake IPAs in the same genre uh, it definitely is an IPA not, not that that's a bad thing but that bite is certainly there on the back end yeah you, you definitely know you're drinking a West Coast IPA right. no and confusion I, here I find that very funny that West Coast is like yeah we're all about these hops <laughs> you, you East Coasters, you go ahead and drink your juice. We're going to hop this stuff up real good like. And that's what they did in this beer. Pliny the Elder but, has a finger in this. There is a lot of fruit flavors. Like you, you do oh, yeah. taste all of the stuff that they're talking about. I, I taste the pineapple. I get that mango. You can definitely smell the orange juice on this one. It is the, the rare. Apricot is very <laughs> pronounced. Jesus. It is the rare beer that delivers on everything that it mentions in its description. So, so initial reaction's good? Yeah. Good? No, I, I, I'm interested to see if 
the the bite at the end becomes overwhelming throughout, yep. and it ends up just becoming you know an IPA, or if you know the, it kind of gets muted as you drink more. Right, uh, it's going to be yeah. Go which flavor? Way. Which flavor comes out more as you drink more? Right, um, and also temperature wise, you know, by that second mm. one, it's going to warm up a little bit more to that room temperature. So I have that a feeling the warmer stuff. it gets, the bigger the bite will be. Ooh, I think it's going to go the opposite. Really? I think the warmer it gets, the yeah, the less. This bite will be we're interesting. Get. One, like uh, three point nine one caps on Untapped. Joe, how are you feeling about this beer? It's good. Always a dynamite right, analysis, cool. Joe. I love it. This has been First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Uh, are you ready, Scott, to talk about some Upper Deck stories here? I am because it's been two weeks since I got yes, to talk about you... some Upper Deck stories. <laughs> so I've been missing me some Upper Deck. Upper and... Deck brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Look, everybody, we love Minuteman. They're Ohio guys. They're sports fans. They don't screw you over like other ticketing places. No matter what you're looking for, football, baseball, hockey, theater, rib, rib cook-offs, it doesn't matter. Minuteman, they've got it all. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call, 614-943. 3000 and avoid all of the fees that never happens with the ticketing company they will give you a flat out the door fee uh no hidden crazy oh by the way it's also your tickets 12 dollars, and there's 36 dollars in fees thank you yeah and that's not just a, a, a processing fee anymore there's like right. a oh there's time of week and and summer <laughs> solstice fee uh, and... here's your ticket and there's also a seat fee that goes along with that uh bro isn't that my ticket there well we got to pay the door man <laughs> not man. at minute man though Give them a call, 614-943-3000. Avoid all the fees. Let them know you heard about them right here on Craft Brood Sports. They will hook you up. And I reached out to Scott just today to get some tickets to that 49ers Bengals game. Waiting mm. to hear back from him so I can. You want to see a dub, huh? Because that's going to be a dub. I, I'm just more interested in the fact that the 49ers are playing and I don't have to go very far to see it. <laughs> that's that's all it's about. I mean, the W will be nice, but seeing them in person much more important. For Jimmy G, you just can't to wait see. to see Jimmy G live in action. That's it. I, I just can't wait to see my team play not on tv that's all <laughs> i just kind of i don't really care about my team playing this year like whatever i don't uh, yeah they're playing uh, 16 games that's cool uh, no <laughs> I'll, i might turn it on if i get a notification <laughs> that they're not losing maybe we'll see i don't know uh speaking of football uh remember the aaf I sure do. I know that most people have for- <laughs> Most people have forgotten about it by now. <laughs> but uh, once upon a time, the the Orlando Apollos were seven and one when the league folded. They were killing. It. Yeah, they were running things up. And Steve Spurrier was the old ball coach. There was the the head coach, the uh, <laughs> the preferred team of our friends over at uh, Scout Team Radio down there with their their tickets and they're hanging out with Bill Polian in the box and whoops and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But. Uh, there was no champion because the league just folded. But this week, Steve Spurrier got himself a championship ring. Now, at the end of the season, he said he had hoped that they would be just named champs because, you know, <laughs> during his run in college football, that's just how it went. You know, he didn't actually have to win a championship game. He just named the title, you know, you named the champion at the end of the year. So he's used to that kind of garbage where you don't actually have to play for it on the field. But here it is, Steve Spurrier. <laughs> Champion of the one and only not full season of the AAF. And right on cue, Loudbeard chiming in on the Facebook feed. Champions, Apollos for life. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Scout team coming in hot. Can you honestly be proud of a, a – like Florida's done some weird stuff where they did – they were the, the state that did the state championship oh, yeah, rings. Yeah, yeah, we talked their, about that. <laughs> Who was, was it? it? It was, was Florida, it Florida State. state? Yeah, yeah, Florida State. Florida State gave away state, state champs for beating Miami and Florida <laughs> within the calendar year. Like well, One season, we beat two of these teams. <laughs> Here's your rings, boys. So apparently Florida's just really big on – 
rings that don't mean anything. Maybe maybe there is a, a thing down there. Maybe it, it, there's something where it's just like, all right, this is where the rings are produced, and we you know we get really good deals on them, so we don't mind handing them out to just anybody. It's the episode. Say, the McDonald's Employee of the Month. You want a championship <laughs> ring? You got one. It's the episode of Saved by the Bell where Zach Morris is getting the class rings. And the guy's like, $99. Zach's like, no way. And he's like, $66. <laughs> yes, deal. <laughs> basically. That's basically what every yeah. Florida football team is like. Yeah, we're looking at getting some rings. I also like how it's just the head coach in this case that got a ring. <laughs> None of the players. Nobody wow. in the front Come office. On. Players None didn't even get a ride home, bro. They weren't getting rings. <laughs> That's we're not spending money on players getting rings. Did you, you see a- the ring? Did you see the picture of the yes. ring? Yes. It looked really <laughs> awful. I mean, I couldn't even tell. I was like, is that the logo? It's a ring what from a league that folded eight games in. So I'm, <laughs> I, I didn't anticipate it being. I didn't expect the design be to be dazzled. I didn't expect the design to be amazing, but I expected to understand what I was looking at. I, I had no clue. I was like, that doesn't look like anything I saw with their their logo or anything. I feel like they took somebody's class ring and just like scratched in AAF champions. They were like, I'd be okay. Here with you that. go, ball coach. Here you go. The last of the rings that you'll ever receive. Congrats. What, do you think he's wearing that proudly? Like, I know they scrapped the I hope Orlando. to God he is. I hope he's just walking around town with it just, just on his Just flossing. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well, right? No reason not to. <laughs> AAF champ, bro. What's that get me? Y'all, two, $2 off your order? You guys remember the AAF? No? Yeah, well, I was the champ of it. <laughs> you Like, you alone? You were the, the solo champ? Well, I was the only one that got a ring, so... There you have it. I was going to say, so what's that tell you? <laughs> Winning. That's when you just go around and you're like giving, talking to people and you're just like throwing, you talk extra <laughs> yeah. with your hands and it's yeah. like, yeah. hello, hello. <laughs> picking up ladies. Hey. Oh, let me go grab that for that's, you. That's what you do. You pick up the ladies with it because they don't know. Ah, I'm a champ. Look at that ring. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Steve Spurrier like. Doesn't matter. Years He's old. still to pick up chicks. <laughs> I just mean like his age group doesn't know anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, go ahead. That's man. true. <laughs> but he might be trying to pick up chicks our age. Maybe. Good just point. Still getting old. So. Good point. That? Good on you, champ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk a little superstition in baseball. Everybody knows baseball players can be very superstitious. No. This week. Two examples of a very strange superstition came to be. Uh, the Blue Jays catcher, Danny Jansen, he went over the game on Friday, over the game on Saturday, came into the game Sunday, was over for 3, went into the clubhouse, shaved his mustache, came back out and hit a two-run single. All right. It was a blowout, so it wasn't like it was a meaningful hit, but it was still a yeah. hit. It was a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello, adult Mike. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, adult Mike. What's going on there, buddy? Welcome to Craft Roots. First. <laughs> Mike just had puberty during the show, guys. Congratulations. It's a Craft Roots Sports First. Uh, well, you know, guys, I'm just really excited that. Uh, Make sure you put happened. the rubber on the sheets tonight, buddy. <laughs> I feel like the character from The Simpsons. Just, oh, I get three medals for this. <laughs> Also, Yasiel Puig did it, too. He shaved his mustache mid-game and got a hit. Moving on. Fine. <laughs> you can't recover from a voice crack like you, that. You really can't. Just move on. It's it, over. Fair enough. Uh, so th- this Warriors fan is one of my favorites. He's also an idiot. I'll tell you. What, go I, ahead. He's kind dumb. of, but I understood. He dumb. Eh, okay. All right. So this entire last year, he was scamming the team. 
for courtside seats. <laughs> what he would do is he would buy the cheapest seat he could find, which is basically just getting into the We arena. talked about that. They have their, like, it's a standing room only right. type ticket. They stand there and watch the game at the game? <laughs> yeah. Really weird. Got a really good view of this TV here at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, so you're not actually sitting in the seats. Also, these $10 beers are amazing. Nothing more legit than that. <laughs> well, he found a way to make his experience better. He would go online and find which courtside seats weren't being occupied. And as is frequent in most sports, any of the closer seats nowadays are are licensed out to, you know, guys that never show up to the game and the, you know, corporations buy them out and so often there's just nobody sitting in the seats. Well, you're seats. trying to when you try to sell them too, you're selling them for like a ridiculous amount and right. people so are like nobody's I'm, not, I'm not paying them. that. Yeah, nobody's buying them or whatever. Well, he would go online, find out where they were and frequently there was one section that he sat in most of the games for this cuz he did it for I think 30 some games he said. <laughs> He would just go in, have his ticket scanned, because apparently when you go into the arena, they scan your ticket for the, the section where you can stand there and watch the game. Don't bother to scan the ticket when you get down to the courtside seats. But they do they assume, ever? They never scan it anywhere else. Like, there's no other scanning. But he, you still assume that an usher or somebody would check. But he well, did. He, he Yeah, he, But what I was going to say, then he also went online and printed out to put over top of his ticket Right ticket. That, well, it's that all. Showed where I he think he did it all mobile because that's the catch, right? He, it's he all photo. On the phone. He photoshopped a real ticket down there yeah. while he was in the game. Right, right, right. So then it's then it you'd show on your phone like, yeah, this is my seat, and it's a Photoshop picture with the right and old guys that are rushing are just like, yeah, whatever, go ahead. Right. They figure it. Well, most of those people are down there aren't going to try to scam, so it's right. not. They don't run into this too often. But apparently they should change their policy in the new <laughs> arena because this guy got away with it all season long. He then went on YouTube and bragged about it. That's where he's dumb. Come on, man. Like, well, I But did you see it? why, though? I mean, because he said he was moving out of the area and he was going to be more in Los Angeles, so he wasn't going to be able to get to yeah, the games anyway. Yeah, but don't screw everybody else because now it's going to be – now they're going to be looking for that. Well, yeah, but I mean – how many other people are doing this? It's not like this is a now, widespread Now practice. everybody's going to try it. That's the point. Everybody's going to try it because they're like, wait, this is all I have to do for real? And now now stadiums are going to have an old guy with the scanner that's going to be fumbling around. There's going to be a whole line of people trying to get down. And But see, as Steve Spurrier <laughs> can't work the scanner as Matt Barr is pointing out, baseball ushers are the ones that have nothing else better to do. I've always mm. been like – harassed at baseball games about my tickets. Dude, you know how you no do it at a baseball where game? Where it is. I know you come up with a bunch of food. All the food, like right. three yeah, beers. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Hey, man, it's I, I know where I'm going. D- dig in my pocket if you want it, bro. <laughs> it's it's down there. You know what it is? a little bit to the left. The only reason why baseball ushers are really doing that is because they really want to go down and just wipe off the seat with that dirty towel they've been carrying around <laughs> all game and then ask for five bucks. Like, eh, a little something for the trouble there, pal. Which bothers me because frequently baseball games are the ones that need people to right. sit in the lower bowls and they should. <laughs> allow people to sit there if certain people haven't made it by the game. But, you know, here they are being Nazis about it. But in the NBA, apparently it's been laissez-faire and now this guy has spoiled it for the rest. But I get it for him. I totally get it for him. I mean, I would I would have no problem bragging about, I got away with this. Yeah. And it sucks well, for everybody else. Like, if I'm no longer going to use it, then screw everybody else. Well, and that's why I don't like this guy. Eh, Good for you for getting 30 games, but thanks for screwing everybody else out of it. Eh. Uh, let's go Joe, from- your take. <laughs> you get away with it, cool. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I mean, as long as you get away with it, I ain't worried about anybody else. Uh, let's. Talk I gotta about, get some mines. Let's talk about the the one woman in the United States that you absolutely want to party with. 
Uh, and I'm talking about this lady. Oh, God, this woman. 23-year-old yeah. woman from Oregon who got arrested this weekend for a DUI. Uh, and the, the way she got picked up was an interesting way. It wasn't that she was swerving a little bit. It wasn't that she uh, changed lanes and the cop came up and was like, oh, I smell the booze. No, a cop saw her pull into a Taco Bell parking lot and decided to wait and watch. Because if you're a cop and it's late night, you are absolutely staking out a Taco Bell parking lot. So this cop is watching her in the Taco Bell parking lot. <laughs> I never thought about Dude. that. How often are they just like, Dude. this is an easy way to meet my quota for the month. I'm exactly. sit outside Just going to wait Bell. right here. Uh, let's see. That, that guy guy's looks, wasted. He's hammered. Here we go. Whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even have to judge too hard on this one because this girl reached out of her car window and poured alcohol into the mouth of the Taco Bell employee at the drive-thru window. Wasn't wasn't it the hen dog? It was Hennessy. She was uh, pulled over. She had Hennessy in the car, an open bottle of Hennessy. She had weed on her. She also had uh, a BAC of .12, which is pretty up there. (laughs) If you're being that that much friends with the drive-thru person, you're probably pretty wasted. Yeah, you're – but first of all, Big ups to the drive-thru guy for being like, come on, let me get a little... Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let me hit that bar. And, and she was I'll like... I'll give you an extra taco for free. <laughs> he was like, I can't I can't hold it because there's cameras. Let me just... Just pour it right in my mouth for me. <laughs> <laughs> These are two down people. <laughs> just down. That's the type of lady you want to hang out with on a Saturday night. I, I'd like to know what happened in the drive-thru employee. Because, I mean, drinking on the job and, you know, whatnot. I mean, nothing. Probably. This is just like... Did you see the other story that was floating around the internet where the... Uh, the Domino's delivery driver showed up at, you know, at a party and was delivering the pizzas and then they videotaped her and they, they all took a shot with her. Oh no, I didn't Domino, see that. Yeah, Domino's <laughs> found out about it and she got fired. <laughs> There's a video on the okay, internet but at floating least around, that like, is like, well, you're driving so don't take shots while you're driving. The Taco Bell employee is probably already high anyways so it's just like adding on a <laughs> I, little bit I extra. mean, I guess that's fair <laughs> if that's what you're under the assumption When you're working that, Taco well, Bell late night, you are just as high as everybody else in that drive-thru. Just saying. I'm just saying. You might be right because I've gotten some orders where I'm like, "What? What is this, man?" I've gotten oh, orders in the middle of the afternoon though at Taco Bell like that point. too. <laughs> so the clientele that Taco Bell is always cool though about just Taco like Bell. keep it, just keep it. And we'll get we'll that, get you. Some that more. is the thing that I run into with there. They never question it, no matter what nope. you said. I, I had 40 more tacos. But you only gave me uh, one and uh, nachos. Do you want me to give the nachos back? I didn't order those. Nah, keep them. No, we'll get your 40 it. tacos coming. Just pull, pull to the side. We'll bring them out. Cool. One, or point one two. Whew. That's a that high rung. That is a high back. Uh, well, we had the story recently uh, about Bieber calling out Tom Cruise and that whole ridiculousness about wanting to fight him in UFC and, you know, in an MMA fight, yada, yada, yada. It was ridiculous. But... More importantly, there might be an undercard if that fight does ever happen. And this, I would be all the way here for. I don't care about (laughs) Bieber and Tom Cruise, but everybody also speaking viral videos. Remember the bagel guy from a couple weeks ago? Mm -hmm. The the little short man syndrome, getting real angry about... Real mad about the ladies. (laughs) Real mad about his bagel... Bagels? 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 Bagels. Yeah. Bagels? Real mad. There you go. Real mad about being short. Real mad about... Apparently, women making yeah. fun of him. All of the little man rage. Yeah, it was all of the little. Man it was rage. on the next level. Anyway, he flipped out and made the rounds on social media for being just ridiculous. He's also uh, 
fighting now, training to fight. Signed a deal for a celebrity MMA thing, and he's calling people out. <laughs> he called out Vine star turned YouTube star Logan Paul. And that's who he wants to take. I, okay, take so down first. I would love to see Logan Paul get beat. Like that's that's a dude that I do want to see get beat, but not by this guy. But I also want to see the bagel guy get. Yeah, beat. I was gonna say this guy. I want to see him beat to a bloody pulp. When he originally signed the deal, the rumor was it was going to be him versus Antoine Dotson. The <laughs> the uh, hide your kids, hide your yeah, wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Which that'd be a really fun fight to watch. I would pay. Remember how we were asking the question about paying for UFC fights, <laughs> yeah. and, and and everybody wanted to know about this week in the group about Manny Pacquiao, and 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 the rematch is there. No, no, no. I, I'll pay this for this. <laughs> I will pay to see that. Not paying for po- uh, no. for for pocket and nope. weather. Nope. I'm paying for this though, this but only stuff. if it's Antoine Dotson, right? Like you right. want to yeah, see yeah, Logan yeah. That's Paul. the matchup I want to see. Yeah, yeah. that. Do you that's think? For sure. Do you, think Antoine, right do you think Antoine Dotson would fight with the uh, with the bandana on, or do you think he takes it off for the fight? It'd be a requirement. <laughs> it would be a requirement. <laughs> I just want the post fight interview. Oh, where, it would be like, so good. All right, Antoine, uh, he got you in the grapple there, and you were able to get out of it. Well, <laughs> I just imagine the Dave Chappelle Friday night sissy fight skit, uh, and I'm I'm all the way in for it. Let's go. Let's make that happen. We'll keep you guys updated on this fight as it comes up. As because it progresses, it's like he's signed. He is fighting, so there will be all right, he will fight some somebody event that, that this happens. Um, all right, uh, and as we get into the last story of Upper Deck here, it's fitting as we're getting ready to bring Joe Gregory on uh, the the AAA GM, the Hillsboro Hops which is uh, a minor league team, uh, an affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks. They released a new food item this week to their, uh, to their stable. And this is one that's probably going to churn Joe's stomach a little bit. Uh, because if you guys have been following along with the show for a while, one of Joe's punishments from the degenerate dartboard of doom was he had to eat Buddy's, Buddy the Elf's breakfast from, uh, from the movie Elf, where he had to eat, it was like spaghetti with maple syrup and M&M's and marshmallows. Was and there chocolate sauce in there? I think no. there was chocolate sauce, and it ended up just being like a congealed mess of grossness. Yeah, it got, it got room temperature and hardened <laughs> up. <laughs> well, Joe's just shaking his head, uh, trying to get that thought out of his. war flashbacks. Joe's like, I probably would rather tweet me a Khalifa for a year than, than have that That was again. probably the worst thing I've ever eaten, <laughs> tried to eat. It was no. <laughs> no. Joe Joe's voting to be an esport athlete over an MLE eater just for that. He's like, I don't even want to eat anymore. Well, the Hillsborough Hops decided to bring out this new food item. Uh, they called it the hoppiest dog on earth. And at first I was like, is this a beer hot dog? That's what I thought when I saw the headline. And I got really excited. And it is not. It no, is it's the a, furthest thing from a beer hot dog. It is basically the buddy's breakfast of hot dogs. Uh, it features Ooh. marshmallow cream, crushed pineapple, strawberry puree, mini M&Ms, fruit snacks, and rainbow sprinkles. See, here's the problem with this. Even if this wasn't on a hot dog, imagine if they just said, we're going to throw this in a hot dog bun. I still wouldn't want to eat that combination of stuff with no. bread. Yeah, that is disgusting. Like, dude, these are ice cream toppings. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, and I, I like putting some stuff on my hot dog to, to kind of spice it up a little bit, but this is so weird. Well, and a lot of these, you know, the major league teams every year, it seems like they're trying to one-up each other with some crazy conglomeration. It's ironic that the Diamondbacks being the minor league affiliate, uh, you know, of the Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks seem to be the ones that every year 
have the craziest, but it's it's something normal. It's just like a, a ridiculous portion. Some you know three foot long hot dog right. that's got all these toppings. Which or, if you're gonna do it, that's what you got to do. You got to go with like a big dog and not a dessert dog. This yeah, is so, no, yeah, the, this, this is. is so I don't know gross. how this ever came up. I, I whoever came up with this idea is. A horrible human being. <laughs> uh, Matt wants to know how much it would cost to get us to try it. Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. That is I a good know. question. Okay, so when we have to eat the, we just have to try it, or we have to eat the whole thing. I would assume eat the whole thing if they're going to pay any type of substantial amount. I mean, because just a bite, Ooh, you might. That's not more. Eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, more. right, right. For sure. Eating I mean, it, I'd probably try it thing. for like a buck, maybe. Like, give me a dollar. I was going to say, it. if you gave me five bucks, I'd. I'd Eaten. Whoa, 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 whoa. Think about the future of this show. Stop lowballing. Come on. A hundred dollars to try this hot dog. Now, and he said now whole we're thing. selling out. Whole thing. All now right, there it is. Okay, whole, whole thing. thing. Whole thing. Oh, whole thing. Man, ugh. that's so minimum. I'm starting mm. at a hundo. It's gotta be yeah, it's it's gotta be at least to finish it to hundo. finish it. Yep. And you're buying it, so make it one oh five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is that how much it was? It was a five dollar hot dog. I don't know. I'm assuming they're crazy expensive. I feel like no, I, they're, they are, and I feel like they would charge more. That's why I thought five dollars sounded cheap. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Miniman Tickets and by Disgusting Hot Dogs. Ugh. Ugh, so gross. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and find out just where these minor league teams come up with ideas like this. Because on the line right now we have Joe Gregory, the GM for the AAA Norfolk Tide. Joe, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, hanging out here and uh, looking forward to this talk. Dude, I'm so glad to hear from you. Uh, full disclosure here, Joe is another Youngstown guy, another Cardinal Mooney graduate as well. So uh, he, he actually went to school with my brother. So I've known Joe for a really long time. Uh, and Joe, when when you worked your way up, like uh, I mean, I remember when you got the job with the Mahoning Valley Scrappers, I was like, man, somebody I know works in professional sports. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the how's the ride been, man? Because you actually started with the LPGA and then worked with the Scrappers. You worked uh, with the the hockey team in Youngstown and then made your way all the way up to uh, to a Triple A GM. Man, how has that transition been like for you? No, it's it's been it's been a hell of a ride. I um you know, started working on that LPGA tournament when I was fifteen, and um, you know got hired on full time when I graduated college. Went to the Scrappers, then uh, went to the Steelhounds as a GM, 27 years old. I was the youngest GM in pro hockey. Then uh, got recruited to come down to Virginia Beach, Norfolk area um, to be GM of the AHL team, which is AAA for hockey. And then uh, that was 11 years ago. And then eight years ago, they uh, you, know, inv- you know brought me over to be GM of the AAA baseball team. So it's been a hell of a run and um, bounced around in a couple sports. And, uh, you know, enjoying living down here in Virginia Beach and running the baseball team in Norfolk. Got to be a lot nicer than being in Youngstown. That's for sure. <laughs> like, I would take I would take Norfolk Beach over Youngstown any day of the week. <laughs> Hands yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The walk to the beach is a lot quicker uh, in Virginia Beach than it is in uh, Youngstown. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Joe, yeah. we were just talking about uh, – disgusting hot dog with uh, like dessert toppings on it. What's the grossest thing you've eaten at uh, a minor league baseball stadium? I, you know, I think I saw that one. That was, I don't know. That was one of the, the like Skittles and 
uh, cotton candy. I, yeah, it's marshmallow cream, crushed pineapple, strawberry puree, mini M and M's, fruit snacks, and rainbow sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we we got some you know unique stuff. Like we, but all our unique stuff is actually stuff you want to eat, not um, stuff that uh, you're gonna regret the next day. So like we smoke our own brisket. You know we, um, you know have our own restaurant in right field, but there's nothing gross or, you know, weird that we do. And actually it goes back to when I was at the scrappers. Um, we, there's one time we did an all you could eat or it's sorry. It was like fastest to eat this pizza contest. And the guy actually almost died. What? Um, yeah. He like passed out and the paramedics had to come in and like pull out the pizza crust from his throat. What? And revive him on the concourse at um, Kafaro Field. So, yeah, well, there's when, your esports answer for a poll. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! So, so, hang on a second before you go on. You're you're the uh, like a, a main part of the front office of this. Did you come up with this promotion? Well, the thing is, I sold it to the sponsor. So yeah, that was kind of my <laughs> oh, deal. No. So as this guy is dying on the field, what's going through your head? Are you like, well, I'm fine? Well, the thing is, like, he was fine. He 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 walked off the field, and then the, the, he had this uh, crust, like, caught in his throat, and he didn't actually go down until he was on the concourse. Oh, my so God. So I didn't see it, and it was the aftermath I was witnessing. <laughs> and um, the crazy thing, he was wearing a um, – uh, not, not – it wasn't a CC. It was um, – it was – the catcher for the Indians with CC. Um, but anyway, he, he had this like t-shirt and they actually had to cut the t-shirt off his chest. Oh and my God. when they revived him <laughs> and he came back to life, the first thing he said is you cut my shirt. <laughs> yeah. He was so upset. Um, yeah. He was so upset that they cut his t-shirt and not like, Hey, you saved my life. You cut my t-shirt. You cut my jersey, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Did you guys, did you guys toss him a free jersey after that? Like, <sighs> I don't know. That was a limited edition. I don't know if we had any, uh, if we had any in the back room. Should have had one special printed. I survived barely the pizza challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't do any, uh, any of those eating contests? It's <laughs> probably <laughs> solid. Probably idea. a good move, man. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. that the craziest thing you've seen on a baseball field? Uh, I don't know that, that craziest thing on a baseball field. That's that's a pretty wide open question. I mean, we've had a guy light himself on fire and run around the bases. We've what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, craziest thing. Did you know that was going to happen? Like baseball, like. That I I don't know I, I I'd love to see if, if that's quantified to be able to say like this is the craziest thing that happened because <laughs> whenever you think you saw the craziest thing like ten more craziest things are going to come up you know the next day. Do you do you like the catchiness or you know what grabs people to come to the ballpark in the minor leagues or are you kind of like oh, whatever? You know it's it's how you do it. Because, you know, there's some stuff that's, like, gimmicky and you're like, you know what, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, I see what you're trying to do there. But, you know, more and more it's about the experience. You know, we, we do bobblehead giveaways and hat giveaways and jerseys and stuff like that. 
and all that stuff's great, but anymore it's about the experience and bringing out celebrities or getting people in the field and things like that. Um, so it, it, right now, like in, we, we haven't even announced this yet, but like, we're going to bring out a guy from the office, um, Whoa. to a game at the end of August. Which one? Who are you bringing out, Joe? Come on. Break the story um, to the Craft Root Sports fans. <laughs> uh, we're going to bring Stanley out. Oh, nice. Nice. Is he just going to do a yeah. crossword puzzle the whole time? Like sit down well, on the field and just do a crossword puzzle? Well, yeah, I, I guarantee we're going to do some pretzel promotions with that one. Because <laughs> it, it's going to be pretzel day at Harvard Park. Um, but, you know, we've done stuff like that before with um, um, the Soup Nazi from Seinfeld. And actually a big one, which is probably the best promotion I pulled off, was getting Hodor from uh, Game of Thrones. Whoa. That's awesome. So. Yeah, and and people I don't know if people realize, but like Hodor is an international DJ. Like he travels the world, and he he's got a thing called Rave of Thrones, where he's what? yeah yeah. So he he's got Rave of Thrones, and he was going to be in Richmond. So I reached out to his people and said, hey, he's going to be an hour and a half away, and I'll give you X amount of money. Get him to my park the next day. And uh, he came, signed autographs. You couldn't have been any better. And he probably signed autographs for three hours and still had 150 people in line before oh you know gosh. we cut it off. Yeah. So I mean, I anymore, it's getting that kind of stuff. It's it's getting that experience. It's you know what celebrity, what you know, what can we do to make it special for people. Well, another thing that the minor leagues are known for, Joe and Mike and I talk about it all the time, and we we freak out about it. The logos and the names for the, the <laughs> some of the teams that come up. What's your favorite one that that's come up? Obviously, you work for the Tide, so outside of the Tide, what's your favorite logo that you've seen come up for one of these minor league teams? Where you're just like, that's really cool. You know, it, it it's kind of. It's like old school, new school type stuff. Like we, what, before all the logo stuff got crazy, like I was a big fan of the Everett Aqua Socks. It was like a little tree frog. <laughs> and, and it was just like, hey, this was the cool logo. But now like logos change all the time. Like we have a Copa de la Diversion uh, yeah, identity the with uh, the Padajitos. And we just unveiled the food promotion that we did last week with uh, the Norfolk coffee because coffee is such a big part of our uh, industry and livelihood here. Um, so there, like every time you turn around, there's a different logo. There's a different, you know, brand identity. Like, but before it blew up, like, the Montgomery Biscuits. There it is. That was an awesome at, one. At, before, one, of the, one of the listeners actually put that in. Matt at, Barr chimed in with Montgomery Biscuits. Right, it's his yeah, favorite. Before you went there, I was sitting there thinking the food logos always get me, especially when they have angry faces. <laughs> the Montgomery Biscuits is always one that stood out to me. Yeah, yeah, like like Montgomery Biscuits and I think Lansing Lugnuts were like two that were, you know, ahead of the curve. Like they were the ones that, like, you know what? like the logos can get kind of cool and kind of wacky and you don't have to be, you know, stale, but, um, yeah, if, as I look back, those are two that really resonate in my mind. <laughs> uh, so we actually did a story last week where a, a Twitter user had tweeted out to the, uh, grand junction, 
team and was trying to get them to change their name to the Humpback Chubs. And oh, I, I read a lot all about that. <laughs> Have you ever had any fans like reach out and and try to influence decisions that you're making for the team? I mean, when we changed our logo a couple of years ago, um, you know, there's some passionate people that um, they wanted boat. You know, weren't boat thrilled face. that we went to the seahorse logo. Um, but no, I've never had anything like that uh, Grand Junction that I I read about. That was uh, that was an interesting one for sure. <laughs> the Chubs. I'm on board with yeah. the Chubs. I think that's a solid name for a team. <laughs> uh, so, and, would you consider yeah. going to the Norfolk Humpback Chubs? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think it's as regionally appropriate. <laughs> um, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know, but anymore, if someone came up with something that uh, you know made sense here for Norfolk Virginia Beach I, I I think that's one of the fun things about minor league baseball is you could take on these identities and you know like our hometown um, you know Moaning Valley went with a um, I think it was the peppers and oil and you know <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's special to your town you know embrace it run with it and you know, people love it. And, you know, we did the uh, coffee thing last Saturday and, you know, we're getting people buying coffee hats and jerseys <laughs> from all over the country, all over the world. You know, why not uh, have some fun with it? You know, and I think you, you touched on something right there, Joe, that I think makes minor league baseball so much more special than the majors. Like in the majors, everybody reps the team that, that they're closest to. And, you know, there might be people who are outside of the area that are like Cubs fans because they grew up watching them on WGN or like Scott's a Braves fan because he grew up watching them. That was like one of the only other teams you could watch. But when it comes to minor league teams, people tend to like rep teams that are just fun. The like logo. Yeah. Cool, like it's just whatever. something, it's just a fun thing to, to represent. So do you find like that you do have like that reach outside of just that area? That's, that's actually maybe in, in ways stronger than what you get inside of Norfolk. I don't know if it'd be stronger, but it, you know, we definitely get, you know, a, a good following. And I think it's just, you know, with social media and there's certain accounts out there, like, that follow logos and, you know, uniform changes. Um, you know, some guys I follow on Twitter that, you know, they're out there and, you know, they see we do something that goes out and all of a sudden, Hey, you know, how many people love coffee out there? And coffee's obviously a big <laughs> deal. And it, it was something like, Hey, no one's ever done coffee. Coffee's huge here. And so we're going to do this coffee thing. We're going to do a vote. You know, should we wear iced coffee or regular coffee? And then, you know, everyone starts, you know, buying our stuff. Um, and that just kind of blew up. You know, we didn't realize how big it was going to be. But, um, you know, I think that's one of the things with um, minor league baseball that uh, you get to be able to be flexible like that. Um, you know, and. I think we were, I think we were a traditional baseball team for a long time, and not that we're as, um, I don't know, we're not, you know, the wacky like doing something crazy every time, but we're kind of, <laughs> we're we're, we're kind of trying to bust out of the mold of being the, you know, team that's just our regular logo and working our way to hey, what are our fans want to embrace? What are people around the country want to embrace? And 
you know, we want to be part of that uh, part of that movement. Uh, speaking of tough, how tough is it to have to, uh, you know, run the organization and, and field the team when you're at the mercy of uh, the major league team? And obviously you've dealt with that in hockey, but how tough is that as a GM? You know, it, it it's just part of the game, honestly. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a, you don't worry about it, you know, when, uh, you know, if your team gets uh, a bunch of guys called up and they're playing in Baltimore, that's great because you get to say, you know, you could watch, you know, Ryan Mountcastle, Austin Hayes play in Norfolk today and play in uh, Baltimore tomorrow. But I think, you know, one of the big differences between working in minor league baseball and minor league hockey is, you know, people go to minor league hockey and they really only get up during intermission to go get a drink or go get something to eat with minor league baseball. A lot of times, you know, in my opinion, they show up late, they leave early, they're walking around the ballpark. It's more about hanging out, you know, having a beer, eating food. Sounds like major league baseball too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of time, like I honestly, like people leave, they couldn't tell you who won the game. So, in minor league hockey, when I was there, people cared more about who won the game. Minor league baseball, you know, when the team gets rated, you know, for guys going up top, it's kind of just, you know, whatever happens, but people are more going to show up because we're doing a Black Panther bobblehead giveaway, (laughs) you know, it's Star Wars night. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's why we do what we do. You know, we, we can't, we don't have any control over wins and losses, so let's control you know what promotions we're doing. You mentioned Joe the ability to see some of those guys, and then the next night you see him in Baltimore. How frustrating is it as a GM, and you're trying to get people into the stadium? You're coming up with all these crazy promotions, and you're getting Hodor to come in and Stanley from the office. Uh, but really, something that can really drive fans in is when a guy like Manny Machado makes it to AAA, and then instead the team just decides to skip AAA altogether for Manny and bring him <laughs> straight to the pros from AA. And you're like, "What is happening, man? I want this dude on my team at least for a little bit." How frustrating is it to deal with something like that where a superstar? A guy that everybody knows is going to make it big just skips AAA altogether. No, I mean, no doubt about it. That that could be frustrating. I wasn't here for the when Manny went from Bowie to uh, Norfolk. That was before my time. Um, but I got to you know give Baltimore credit that you know right now you know having Austin Hayes and Ryan Mountcastle here, you know having two of their top prospects. That's something that. You know, it's a little different than what we've seen in the past. So, yeah, you hate to see a guy, you know, selfishly go from Bowie to Baltimore. <laughs> but right now, we're seeing, you know, these prospects hanging out here. But, you know, we saw, you know, Trey Mancini and, you know, Mancini being, um, you know, who he is. And I'm, a young sound guy and boom, boom, Mancini was the young sound guy. I got uh boom, boom to sign an autograph picture for Trey Mancini. Cause his nickname's boom, boom. That's awesome. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I gave that to, um, to Trey in the clubhouse here in Norfolk. And now, you know, their Trey was, uh, the guy that they're pushing to be a major league all-star. So, you know, we got guys like Trey and, uh, you know, we have Mount Castle and, uh, Hayes here now. So I think it's going to the, 
in a good direction for Norfolk fans um, with, you know, Mike under Michael Ice being the GM. But yeah, you know, going back in the long winded answer. Yeah, it really is tough when guys get <laughs> go from double A to uh, the majors and they don't make a stop here in triple A. I want to talk to you real quick, Joe, and Joe Gregory, AAA GM for the Norfolk Tide, joining us tonight. I want to talk to you about a couple of these rule changes that Major League Baseball is toying with with the Atlantic League uh, that have made news over the last week or so. Uh, so there's three things that have really gotten everybody all fired up. One is the robot umpire, two is stealing first, and three that just came out recently is uh, new balls that have like a better grip. It's almost like pine, pine tar, tar balls. The ball. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about these rule changes, and, and do you think this is good for the game, or do you think this is something that's gonna uh, d- not going to make an impact on baseball in general? Um. I don't know. I, with robot umpires, I mean, that's essentially just like TrackMan, um, which, you know, we have TrackMan in our ballpark. Um, you know, we have one in the bullpen. We've got one in the stadium. And, you know, we're, we can, tr- you know, check out everything, every pitch, every hit. Um, so, like, we had that if we ever, if that ever happened to AAA. So, for me, that's something that, is in our back pocket. Um, so that's not a big deal. The ceiling first, I think that's just a gimmicky thing. Um, you know, if they want to do it fine. You know, it's, um, I don't think there's anything that's revolutionary about it. Um, you know, looking when I was in my AHL days with hockey, there's a lot of times where they would put some of those rule changes into the AHL to see how they went before NHL and ultimately went on to the NHL. Like a lot of it went with visors, um, you know, some of the icing rules uh, started in the AHL. And then the, that last one that you mentioned with uh, the ball and the or pine tar or whatever, like that, I, I, this is the first I heard of it. So um, that one, I, I, I don't really know, but I think, um, you know, the minor leagues is a place where we we try out some of these uh, different changes. Like the Atlantic League isn't minor league, and and I think that's one thing to you know make an exception or make uh, clears. You know, that's independent ball, and there's a difference between independent ball and uh, minor league baseball. Minor league baseball, right. you're affiliated with a, a major league team, um, but. You know, we have these rule changes like, you know, the pitch clock, you know, has been going on in uh, AAA baseball here for the last two or three years. Um, but, you know, that's something that uh, we should embrace. I know the Atlantic League originally talked uh, about trying out um, moving the the mound back. I forget how far. So there's um, yeah some rules that you, you want to experiment with. And, um, you know, we've been doing some in – the international league and triple a and double a some of those ones in uh, the Atlantic league, you know, we'll see how they play out. Uh, and, you know, wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it, it happens in the major league, but, um, you know, it, it's always interesting to see how it goes. I think, yeah, you know, the first time that they did that, uh, robot umpire, I, I want to say, uh, the, one of the managers went out and immediately argued yeah, with him. Yeah. I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you argue with him. He got tossed. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, yeah. the robot umpire was wrong on that one. He was <laughs> totally off. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just upset that you can't see. Like, I want to see a major league uh, and uh, a coach come out and kick dirt on the umpire, like on the robot <laughs> yeah. umpire. Like, put your phone on the ground. I'm kicking dirt on this thing right now. <laughs> yeah, and that track man's pretty high up. So if you could kick dirt on uh, the track man at Harbor Park, you, you got a hell of a leg. Well, Joe, we appreciate you uh, coming on with us, and we're going to wrap things up here real quick with our uh, the final thing we do for all of our guests and interviewees. Uh, we just have quick hitter questions for you. Just the first thing that comes to your mind, and I'm going to hand it over to our Joe so he can uh, throw those questions at you. Are you ready? Sounds good. All righty. Plain cake donuts, yay or nay? Nay. Good right. answer. <laughs> Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Good answer. Two for two. <laughs> All right, so when, when you have a button shirt, do you button the shirt from the top down or the bottom up? Top down. That is correct. No, that's not, Joe. <laughs> no, that's correct. That's weird. Correct. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> now we're going to the pants. Do you, okay. do you button then zip or do you zip then button? I button then zip. That's right. There no, incorrect. Back on. That is correct. <laughs> you started off so strong, Joe. Started off so strong. <laughs> I'm, I'm undefeated as far as I'm concerned. Are <laughs> IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Wait, wait, what was that one? Are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Huh. That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I I wanna say like you get That's the, correct. Like, <laughs> some like some like crazy flavored ones or anything like that but ipas are legit that's why they're around all year and pumpkin spice you can only find for i don't know a month or two so yeah different <laughs> is die hard a christmas movie a hundred percent oh damn it yes oh, <laughs> oh come on man <laughs> we got a couple more is a hot okay. dog a sandwich no no all right not. there you go there you go <laughs> Chicken wings, all drums or all flats? Ah, you know, I'm, I've gone back and forth on this one. I used to be an all drums guy. Yeah. In my mind, that variety is the spice of life, so uh, I, I, I like them both right now. Oh. oh uh-huh. wow. First one to answer that that yeah, way. Yeah. Everybody else is like hard and fast with their all flats, all <laughs> drums. Joe's like, ah. Whatever. I'm in a transitional phase in my life. <laughs> Life's too short to be picky about wings. Yeah, just, just exactly. Give me all them wings. <laughs> so pineapple or Hawaiian pizza, yay or nay? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> pineapple not on pizza. Okay. And the last one, are you a Coke or a Pepsi pop guy? Well, the fact that you said pop makes me f- like remember living in Ohio. <laughs> That's right, baby. It's, it's, it's pop forever and always. <laughs> and I I stopped drinking pop soda a long time ago, but if I if I was uh, on a desert island and had to choose one, I'd go Coke. Oh wow! Oh man, divisive. And you know what? Yeah. It, it, honestly, one if I had to go Coke, it'd be Cherry Coke because Cherry Coke's awesome. And if I had to go in that genre, I'd probably go Dr Pepper. So, um, yeah, there's that. Dr. Pepper's a good choice. I'm on board with that. <laughs> uh, I'm cool with the Dr. Pepper choice. Uh, yeah. Joe, 
Dude, this was so awesome talking with you, man. I'm so glad we got to catch up, and uh, it was fantastic having you on. Uh, I am gonna be I'm gonna be following the Norfolk Tide for the rest of the. Year. I know you guys <laughs> haven't had that great of a season this year. It's a little rough. No, no, wins and losses haven't been great. But but <laughs> it, at that level, it's it's not about wins and losses. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? We'll yeah. get a couple of coffee hats and call it a day. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm gonna find these coffee hats. I'm, I want to <laughs> be wearing. These. I want to be wearing a coffee this. hat next uh, in the next show we do. I want to have one. Yeah. Of those. And you guys, uh, you know, you're invited to come down anytime. Love to have you at the ballpark. And, Road trip. Uh, and, yeah, keep Joe, in touch and let's keep the conversation going. Joe, would you consider a craft brewed sports night at Norfolk Tide? Just really 100%. good craft beer. Yeah, let's we'll do it. come out. We'll throw out the first pitch. Uh, and then, it, you know, we'll, we'll sign great. autographs. Yeah, we'll, we won't even turn down 150 I'll of those stay, people. I'll stay for four hours. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, hey, our, our, our most popular concession stand is our craft beer stand and uh, craft beer is alive and well down here so you'd fit right in all right craft root sports night at norfolk tide we'll figure out the details uh and we're, we're gonna make this happen because that's 100 i'm on board <laughs> joe thanks so much man it was uh, it was great talking to you man and best of luck yeah thanks for having me on thanks cheers joe. man uh, that was right, Joe Gregory, uh, GM for the AAA Norfolk awesome. Tide. Man, that was fantastic. I can't believe somebody almost died. I was not expecting no, that. No, he came out of the gate hard with that one. He's like, oh, yeah, well, there was a guy that almost died from a promotion I ran. Uh, I didn't know that we were going to talk about somebody nearly dying. I didn't know we were going to talk about Hodor, the, the international <laughs> DJ. And breaking news about Stanley doing a night there. Like, what? That was an oh, awesome interview. Man, fantastic. Uh, that was that was crazy. He, he makes all of the greatest points and the points that we've made is you know, it and it really it should go for major league too. Like baseball is boring. Yeah. The average yep. person <laughs> can't sit there and watch it. The average person doesn't care who wins, doesn't care who loses. They just want to go to the ballpark and have a good time and all the other stuff is generally not that important. Just make it fun. Yeah, like uh, attention, old white man at the the major league level. Just made everything, baseball fun. Everything else in the stadium should be the draw. The game is just right. icing on the cake. Where yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, and we also have this. And we, yeah, and we get yeah. it. You know, there are people that follow it hardcore. I'm one of those people, and that's fine. If I want to be there, you know, you can. The the game still happens. You don't have to not have the game. Nobody's right. saying, oh well, just have a stadium full of just goofiness and <laughs> randomness, and yeah, maybe if you play a game, that'd be nice. No, have the game, but do things to get people to care about being there other than right. just the game because right now if you're living off just the game you're dying but then at the same time it's like uh, if your focus then becomes not the sport w- what are we even doing here like I, to have I the sport guess. as the secondary character it the baseball needs to be the the forefront of it and it, you you can add this extra stuff that comes in oh yeah in between innings stanley from the office is gonna stand in line and wait for a pretzel and and then that's fun and everybody wants to come see that but it's still you still need to focus on the game yeah i guess but i'm just I, i'm just saying like baseball in general needs to at the major league level needs to have more fun they need to take themselves so what you're saying is baseball seriously. needs to let the kids play. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. They, 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 they need to do what they say. How about that? Weird, actually, huh? I kind of wanted to ask Joe, and I, I wish we had a little bit more time for him because I wanted to ask him about those unwritten rules and if he thinks yeah. that's bogus. Because there was actually read well, an article. I would have asked him about the let the kids play thing and how bogus he thinks that is. Well, and I, I read an article where Joe – 
never even played little league baseball. So to have a guy who's who grew up not really following and Youngstown's a very football heavy town, so most people are very football first. So to so to have a guy like that become a GM of a AAA team, it'd be interesting to hear what he had to think on these ridiculous unwritten rules. Like I feel like those guys are like, yeah, go ahead, pimp your home run. Who cares? Like, j- do what you got to do. Bat flips, all the bat flips. Give me all the bat flips. Right. Uh, all these baseball purists, man, are, that's what's ruining the game is the baseball purists and the ones who are like, this is how the game has always been played. This is how the game needs to stay forever. Yeah. Adapt or die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Which is what they're facing. And speaking of, like, the baseball purists, they're all upset about how the baseballs are and how many home runs are being hit right now. Juiced! But don't you think the baseball purists would love these home runs so that we could possibly get a new home run leader? Bonds would get out of that home run leader Uh, spot. Oh, so you're saying the baseball purists should be on board with juiced balls. Well, they're not juiced. They're just better made and tightly wound but they should (laughs) and about to be full of pine tar (laughs) and but but they should be more on target with yeah let's have these guys hit more home runs so we can break that record (laughs) that everybody says is tainted right (laughs) right but does it does it really help if it's then replaced with another asterisk of like yeah that guy was juiced but now the balls are juiced so it doesn't count anyways which is exactly what baseball purists would do (laughs) there'd be demarcations for everything there already are it's exhausting we've left the steroid era and we've gone into the steroid ball era yeah the juiced <laughs> ball era which i guarantee you is what it'll be remembered as the the it's someday oh it's going to be the it, juiced era yeah it's yeah. going to be the the ball was juiced era and so that you know the numbers of this or whatever it there's always something but by the way uh there's, scott there still is an a when only whites were allowed to play <laughs> era, which is scott. much more <laughs> scott chimed in and said we need a new quick hitter question Bat flips, yes, yes or, or no. yes. The, no, no, no. The yes or answer yes is, is yes. Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he did say yeah, yes. He said, yes. he said yes or yes. Is the much better way of phrasing it. Bat flips, yes or yes. Just uh, totally confuse every interview. Wait, wait, wait what? Yes, yes. I guess that's a, sure. <laughs> yes, that one. That one's a fantastic idea. We're adding that to the list. I like uh, that. We got to get a guest on ASAP just so that we can ask that question. Maybe that should be our would you rather. Would you rather see all bat flips or see all bat flips? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk some Last Chance you because yeah. ooh-wee, what a season. We're going to go from AAA baseball to some JUCO football. AAA-ish? <laughs> uh, not even AAA. It's, uh, it's, it's way below that, I feel Single like. Single A? Uh, maybe low, summer summer league. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I would say it's like short league summer A. Well, if college, if D one would be triple A, but it, then you still have FCS, you still have Division yeah, two, yeah, you still yeah, have Division yeah, three. Right. <laughs> yeah, JUCO. Then you've got JUCO. JUCO's A baller independent right. league. You're right. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I forgot about the levels in between. <laughs> um, by the way, Joe reached out to Joe Gregory and said, "Forgot a quick hitter, bat flips." Yay or nay? And Joe immediately responded, yay, bring it. Bring it. <laughs> That's See, I told you. I immediately Football forget guy. what his answers were for all the other questions. <laughs> he loves the bat flip. He can come on anytime. <laughs> uh, all right, so 
Friday Night Lights. Or Friday Night Lights. Why do I keep doing that? I did that before the show, too. I kept calling it Friday Night Lights. Because whenever they show game footage, it looks like high school football. It really did look like high school Every time they go to the games, I think to myself, this is – it's like – Moving as slowly as high school football does, for it me. really is like watching just good high school football right. teams. Yeah, it's play. the it's like a high high school all star game. Uh, but this season, so they were back in Indy. We talked about this a little bit less a little bit last week with Tank. Uh, they were back in Indy in Independence, Kansas. Uh, JB back again for his third year at the program, second year on the show. And it was the train wreck we all knew was coming. Uh, we we well, basically we knew because we, we, we're, it's it's impossible. Like Joe said, it's impossible to stay away from Twitter. Uh, and right. we knew that the season was a disaster. We knew that uh, Jason Brown gets fired. Uh, for we knew about the Hitler ridicu- comment. Yes, just ridiculous <laughs> comments, which we mentioned beforehand. Uh, that comment was the least crazy thing he said during the year. Like he has said awful things to his players he said and done worse things when by the time that shoe dropped it was like oh yeah that's right that did it happen. was just that like was the final straw it was like finally oh, we've okay. got okay we can finally uh get him out of there but let's let's talk about the season uh who was your favorite player that they highlighted because they didn't even highlight Marquise king Marquise King was very good. Easily, that I said. I said Marquise King was my favorite and most talented. Now he he can't stay healthy. That's a problem. But I think he was the most talented player of all of the seasons of the show. All of the seasons, really? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, just pure talent. Get out the hot take barbecue because good pure talent. Marquise King was the best player that I've watched. When, of what they show. What? You're only privy to what they show, but he balled out when, Dude. He, when he could play. He was never healthy. That's Dude, the there's problem. no way that Marquise King was the best player. He wasn't even the best player on that team. You had that kid that went to Georgia that they didn't even focus on. Like, Okay, but wh- what are we asking? What, what I saw. You said he, he was, the, was most the most talented player of any, of any season that they highlighted. Anybody that so we, you're saying just of the highlighted players of, of the, the players that we know and the one that ones that they have focused on on the show. He's the most talented one it's that they've still shown. egregious. It's still an egregious take, but it's nah. less egregious. When, like there's a quarterback at Auburn right now, right? And right. They, no, and they also had uh, didn't John Franklin Chad Kelly. Uh, oh, yeah, Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly was garbage, though, to me. Wasn't that dude that was just in the 40-yard dash? John Franklin the, the third. Yeah, yeah he, the, he was the guy that went to Auburn. Right. He was he's in the NFL EMCC. now. Yeah. yeah. I remember. He was at Scuba. You're going – you still King. think Marquise King is better. He – all of what they showed, he had the flashiest and most holy crap moments of any of the guys who played. He also had a lot of drops. There's also a lot of drops. The king again. Had. He also couldn't stay healthy. He could could have come down with a lot more of those and helped out that uh, that indie yeah, offense probably. a little bit. Which, everybody has drops. Man, they really so JB went hard on the defense when it was clear that the problem was the offense that yeah. that season. Like the offense. Uh, was not scoring whatsoever. The defense was put in horrible positions, and defense he was still was like, "Never this done defense a is single favor." And honestly, I thought they would have got blown out every game if it wasn't right. for the defense. <laughs> yeah, the, like they kept losing close games, but without the defense playing the way that they played, it would have been blowout after blowout. All right, let's talk favorite moment of the season. Uh, Charlie Wilson. By the way, I love that every time you pour your beer, the mics pick it up. And the <laughs> mics are too good now. I'm like, Jesus, man. Every time you pour I, it. I miss where it didn't pick up the pour, for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. Favorite moment from the season. What's your favorite moment from this season? Charlie Wilson. 
Charlie. <laughs> Seriously. It was the most surreal moment of again of anything in the series. Never has this random celebrity because Charlie Wilson's not even a huge name. No, I'm sure a lot of people were like, "Who? Who? Right? What is happening?" But for him to just show up and start singing and do a personal message to the coach and actually be, you know, following the show, following the team, <laughs> bizarre as all heck, and I was here for it. <laughs> I got to say, my favorite moment from this season was the amazing editing that they did at the start of the one episode where <laughs> JB was like, "All right, guys." I screwed up. It's on me. We're going to get back to win it. We're going to get back to basics. We're going to really do this. And then it, it cut to like one of the players. Like the third game. One of the players in the meetings was like, coach, we love you. We got your back. And then it cut to the montage where everybody's having fun at practice. They're hitting. Everybody's pumped. They're hooping, hollering. And then it immediately cuts to the radio announcer. And, and Andy loses this one 17-14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the editing that they did on that was Perfect. It oh, was it was great. so good. And Joe, I'm sorry. I saw your face as I was saying that. I feel like I took your answer on that one. You took uh, mine. It, I got none. <laughs> that, that was literally the best moment <laughs> where where it's like, yes, we got this. We're gonna get this one. We're gonna get this win. And then it's like, and they lose another one, twenty-two to sixteen. They're losers. Man, I feel bad for that radio announcer too. Dude, he can't be making a lot of money to do that, He right? can't be making a lot of money, and he, I mean, you obviously have to really care about the team to be the play-by-play right. announcer week in and week out. <laughs> and you could tell later on in the season, they, they asked him a question in an interview, and he had this really long face, and he paused <laughs> for the longest time, <laughs> thinking about his answer, and it's just like, yeah, this has been... A- they're used to losing seasons, and so last year when they had the you know the one season where they finally it was whatever, turned around. This right. was it, and so the, there's all these expectations. They're they're picked to you know finish in the the top of the league or whatever, and here they are, complete garbage again. And you just tell he's like, I didn't sign up for this again, <laughs> man. It, it wasn't supposed to be like this. We well, were supposed to be a contender. <laughs> I like at the beginning how he's like. Hanging out at JB's cookout, smoking stogies with the coaches. He's like one of the yeah. guys. And it was all like, good just a week ago is basically like, the oh, sum up of the season. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I don't want the insider access anymore. You can leave me off the guest he list. He was in practices, want, yeah. getting scooped from the athletic I, I don't want to know anything else surrounding this team. Just call me when the games are on. How do you feel if you're that athletic trainer and you're watching the season back and you see the footage of guys lying to your Ooh, face Rachel? about oh, having felt, concussions? I, I felt so bad for Rachel. I mean, she is working as hard as she can, doing what she can to try to protect the brains of these kids. She was and a, they are she's flat a saint. Out, and they're flat out lying to her. Like, Marquise King gets knocked out, and right, he's like, on camera. No, I'm good. I wasn't telling her I had a concussion. Right. I, hey, guys, I think I suffered three concussions this game. On the side. Three? You think you suffered three in this game? Two guaranteed. There were two guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, and he was still just like, can I go out? Can I play? Can I play? Dude said he didn't remember trying to fight everyone after the game was over. Oh, yeah. It was it was. It was such a terrifying thing. To, I felt like, bad for Rachel. Well, and you, and you have these guys, and in a way, I feel bad for these players because these guys are trying to get out of JUCO. They're trying to make their way to D1, and they are willing to suffer through three concussions in a game just so that they can get back out there and put more film together to give to a recruit. That's insane to me. They also all believe that they're going to still go pro. This is a lot of dudes thinking they were going pro this year. And none y'all. None (laughs) y'all is going pro. (laughs) That 
not even roster. not even close. Uh, it was well, it was really just a lot of Jesus. I, I don't even know if these guys are going to make it back to D one. Well, again, again this year they didn't show the top prospects. True. They wanted to right. show the for sure other side of the football where it's like no, there's like the ninety eight percent of you don't make it anywhere. Right, and so I mean you still had the good guys, but they didn't showcase them at all. No, and actually those good guys got ripped from the coach. When when that kid signed with Georgia, apparently he just quit. Like he just stopped playing because at one point the coach even <laughs> says that. Well, at one point JB even says he's like, don't act like whatever the dude's name was and act like you can't be coached anymore because he just basically was like, I got my offer. I'm, I'm out, man. I don't <laughs> care about this. Why risk an injury? Well, I was going to say, but that's how it should be. I mean, right. season was over. Teams in complete disarray. Coach ended up leaving at the end of the year. So get I yours. Mean, you don't, get you, out. I guess maybe you can make the case of like, well, you owe them your effort because they took a chance on you and brought you in. So I guess there's an element of that. But at the maybe. end of the day, who knows what – I mean, this dude is telling these guys whatever they want to hear. And you know that's the fact because he went into that meeting uh, with the quarterbacks and was like, I'm bringing back Malik. He's just running scout team. And then it cuts to Malik. And he's Practicing. like, <laughs> and he's like, so uh, coach said you're just going to be scout team. And he's like, that's not what he told me. It's like, oh, yeah. So this dude is just telling everybody what they want to hear. So he may have told this guy, look, I just want to get you an offer. I don't care what happens after. After you get your offer, get here, and I'll get you your offer, and then do what you got to do. Well, and that's the thing. Like, he's now fighting for a starting position at Nevada, even though he only played, like, those two games or three games. And that's, you know, he was another big person on that team that didn't get much spotlight due to his time there. Due to the fact that he's he's a turd i hate that kid he's so the, much he's the most I punchable face i was like I've man i can't stand seen. malik he is. funny enough he is really talented really good at, yeah. at, at, at like being a quarterback but he sucks at being human being <laughs> it's just awful every time he was on camera or spoke or they caught him you know on the sidelines during the game just undermining and just talking mad crap about everyone just like i hate this kid so much he like he just needs to get somewhere and have somebody just beat him down. i mean last season he was pretty intolerable but this season when he went to the coffee shop and was like right it was like when i got three shots of espresso today i was like oh god that's that's what i'm saying he you're just, the worst man <laughs> he sucks at being a human uh all right so the question now remains jb's gone they're not going back to independence there's no, no way that coach no. the new coach that took over Seems like he's a boring dude. Nobody wants to see this program anymore. Um, where do they go from here? What's next steps? Joe was looking up like some spots that they could end up going to uh, based on you know rumors yeah. and uh, there are five other JUCO schools that are big names that they're trying to look at. Like a couple in California, one in Florida, another one in uh, what did I say Utah. Yeah, yeah Utah. Utah, Utah would one be a tough one. And uh, but then there are also talks of do they just switch sports? Do they want to get away from football? Do they want to go with another sport where it's like big transfers have to go down after they leave a school? And what do you what do you guys think? You want to see it continue with football? Do you care if they leave? Are you more about the drama than the actual sport? Don't give up on football. They still need yeah, I was to gonna do say, football last is chance to do football. Where their money is. But made. now is when you branch off and you can get 
multiple seasons in a, in a year. So rather than just having like one in the summer and that's the only last chance you get, now's when you get last chance you basketball. And that comes out, and then you got last chance you football still, Ooh. so you get two series going. If they're going. doing multiple ones, then definitely sign me up. I, I mean, if you're switching, if you if you go away from football, you have to do basketball, right? Well, like yeah. that's the only that's the only real sport that people would want to see. That's, that's the, the only, only other, other money maker. Yeah, it's the only other college sport where it matters. There were a lot of people on Twitter that. that want them to do last chance you baseball, which. I found hilarious because I'm like, nobody likes baseball. Like, I'm fighting for not people a, to follow baseball. And there's also care. like nine other levels of baseball they can go to. Like, they can go to college. <laughs> yeah. They can get drafted right. in the minors. Say, if they like, said no to the minors, which, they go to college. How terrible like, are these dudes if they have to go te- Juco baseball? No, 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 no. Don't you remember? Didn't Bryce Harper go Juco because he he left high school? And no, he, was like, he, only, he only did that because he only wanted to play one year. It was like the basketball players coming out they didn't he didn't want to get stuck right i know but that's what i'm saying he played i think he played independent though but like Mm, i'm saying with with those levels of baseball there's so many it it doesn't mean the same thing as football and basketball where it means you're literally dropping down a level and you have no option of playing it's just another avenue to getting to the pros i mean you know you just play juco just because right it's not it's not there's no stigma on it that isn't like oh well he went to juco so he's got problems like the guys that go to juco for football and basketball it's because they flamed out at d1 yeah talent wise but for whatever reason personality wise in baseball it's well, I can go JUCO just because it's just whatever. It's well, just Scott, another step before getting into the Scott's pros. chiming in on Facebook, and he's saying, I'd watch a basketball one, and he also said Ju- JUCO baseball is loaded. That's what so I'm saying. I mean, maybe that's why people want it, because it's it's a loaded thing. Speaking of uh, dudes going pro after high I school. I don't want to watch guys who are talented that they don't have any problems, though. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole allure of the show is that they have issues. That's a good point. So, yeah, it doesn't yeah, the baseball play players into... that do it are doing it so they can get to the majors like, Right. Quicker, they, right. they've, they've usually got their stuff together. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not it's like, not... oh, let's watch this really great phenom. And, and plus, let's burn be, a year. Let, oh, let's let's be honest. It, the, those Juco kids who do that for baseball, it's just rich, snobby white kids who are like, I don't need to go to, you know. That. So it'd just be a bunch of it just be a bunch of Maliks. I don't want to watch a season <laughs> full of Maliks. That would be god awful. I just want to punch everybody in the face. Did you guys see that R.J. Hampton, uh, the kid that uh, is is going pro? He just signed his shoe deal he was supposed to he's not basketball yeah he's not eligible yet for the draft he has to he's going to play in new zealand he just signed a shoe deal with like a chinese company it's the same chinese company that Dwayne wade signed with uh Ning, i think is the name of it dude i feel like this is so i know we say this every time there's a high school player this is the kid who's gonna change it and turn it on their face dude you just signed a shoe deal and i i know he's like supposed to be a lottery pick so it's a very limited number of guys that can do it but you you are foregoing college, you're making money as a pro, and you have a shoe deal in place before you're even draft eligible. That's got to start turning heads, right? The, yeah, one of these one of these kids like is I've, going to all of these pieces are are just they just keep fitting. And in I was just gonna say like, they, it just keeps adding up. Like one of these kids is going to break through, and and everybody's gonna look at it and say, eh, we're gonna get a a top tier guy doing this sooner rather than later. Do we need RJ Hampton to play for team USA? Cause it seems like nobody wants to play for team USA. I feel like we need to get RJ Hampton on team USA. You know why nobody wants to play for team USA because it's team USA whoa, in whoa. between. Nobody is playing for team USA because 
all the teams believe right now that they can win the <laughs> That's title. A good point. Everybody. They're all like, oh, wow, we could like compete right now <laughs> in the NBA. And so all the big players are like, no, nah, I want to focus on the NBA. I don't want to like go win this USA thing because like I can win a national championship right now. The division of power is real. When's the next Olympics? Next year in Tokyo? Uh, we're yeah, screwed. Tokyo 2020. We're screwed because all these Stop. free agents are still... Stop. No, we'll be fine. All we'll the free okay. agents we'll are still... Fine. Nobody's going to want to play no, in the we'll Olympics. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. Uh, they just added J.J. Redick. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> we're in. There it is. J- gold medal, J.J. Redick. And Jared we'll Dudley's mulling fine. it over. <laughs> Jared Dudley is mulling it over. Well, well, let's hope he, hope he decides. Stacked. Hey, Anthony Davis, LeBron, sit on down. We got this for you. Dudley and Redick, there's your dynamic duo for Team USA. We'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. Ugh. We're like a year away from that. That's right. I just saw that. We're like 365 days away Damon from Damon still on the team. We'll be fine. Oh, that's true. If we got Dame. What? Wait, no, seriously. There's still like the second tier, like right outside of those super elite like, guys. Our second tier is still, still good enough to better win the gold. than like yeah. most of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what we say now until no. we get upset and no, we're playing you know, in the bronze medal match. It's like, what happened to Team USA? Well, no, I, th- I don't think LeBron, that LeBron, this is all your fault. Well, yeah, I definitely would blame it on LeBron <laughs> if that happened. But I don't think that it's that big of a deal in terms of. That happened the one time with them playing in that bronze medal game when they didn't take right. it as seriously. But I don't think that like the guys that are going there as these, you know, the the second tier superstars, they're not going to let that happen because it happened once, and they don't want that embarrassment on them. Like that yeah. that we'll 04, see. that we'll 04 see. team that that team is remembered for that. <laughs> Nobody wants that on their resume. You don't want to be 04, right? You do not. <laughs> That's what be. hanging in Team USA locker room is just like. Don't be 04. If I was the Colangelo family, that's what I'd be like. Hey, you want to be 04? No? Then don't. Then bring it strong every game out, baby. <laughs> Let's get into last call. Uh, last call, everybody, brought to you by Tavor. Look, every beer we drink on this show, just about every beer we drink on this show is from Tavor. All you got to do, download the Tavor app right now. Use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Before placing your first order, you're going to get $10 off that second order. Stock up that beer fridge today with Tavor. Scott, tell them how I'm going to make it through work tomorrow. You're going to make it through with morning recovery. Thank you. <laughs> I. It's funny because I had it right on the tip of my tongue, and I'm like, the little bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what happens when you're scrolling through everything. And I was like, morning recovery is brought to you. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Joe, apparently. Last <laughs> Call's also brought to you by More Labs. Jesus All you got to do, drink one bottle of Morning Recovery while you're partying up to an hour after you're done drinking. You're going to bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed. Uh, just go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non-subscription purchase. I have had people <laughs> write to me, and they were like, seriously how does this stuff work this is magic no it, it's great and i wish i would have remembered it the funniest part is earlier in great. the show earlier in the show i was so ready last week joe nailed that minute man read and i'm like yes. mm, this week i'm gonna do it and then you did it and i'm like oh man i didn't get to i didn't get to be all prepped for my minute man read then you throw it to me on this one i'm like no 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 <laughs> not, not ready oh, not ready not ready for that sponsorship sorry all right well this week we Love were drinking all fluff from Matchless Brewing. Uh, my final thoughts on this one, it held up. Uh, I was worried that it was going to get super hoppy. 
but I think as it got warmer, the fruit flavors overpowered the hops. It did not seem as hoppy. Maybe I just got used to it, uh, but it didn't seem as hoppy as it went down. I love this beer. Would absolutely buy this one again. The price wasn't crazy either, three to four. Um, I felt like it was a, a much more reasonable price, especially for a 16-ouncer. I give it a thumbs up. All fluff was delicious. I give it a thumbs up, but I disagree. And we were talking about what it would happen. I thought the warmer it got, the hoppier it got. Really? And not in a bad way. It's just it it shone through more. I toast. I tasted less of the uh, the fruit. Less as, of the fruits. Yeah, as time went on. And so, I mean, if you like IPAs, definitely get it. It's it's a really good IPA. It just. If you're if you're thinking about how the the hazy IPAs tend to stay more fruity throughout, this one is definitely more bite. Yeah, it does. It does have a it's it's got more bite, but it didn't feel overpowering. No, not overpowering. But again, that's where we are in our IPA uh, right. experience. Right, we're uh, we're. I don't mean two, to brag. But two, we're pretty... two years ago, I would have canned this one, <laughs> and that's when we did can things. That's how we're gonna Thumbs be up all the way for all the. That's fluff. How we're gonna be with sours here soon once we get through sour beer month. We got. I had some more of the haterade. Yeah, it was better the second time around. Oh, there you uh, go. I, I enjoyed it more the there second time around. I, I slammed a bunch before I went to the Reds game. <laughs> Joe, what'd you think of all fluff? Both of mine are gone. <laughs> that's a, that's a good. very that's telling. Joe. Normally, I have to finish Joe's beer. Like, I go to take the mugs upstairs. I'm Should like, we tell him how Joe much haterade Joe left over? <laughs> Joe, Joe was not a fan of the haterade. It was a full beer and three quarters. <laughs> and your mug, yeah. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was your entire It was one bat. whole full beer plus another three <laughs> Joe quarters. Joe might have drank a gulp of, gator, I think of Joe haterade. took and a sip stopped. of haterade and then was like, Yo, you got any hams? <laughs> I'll drink a hams, and I don't even like hams. Uh, this has been Last Call. Brought to you by Morland. Antivore. Uh, all right. Let's get into these uh, these Would You Rathers. Let's end this show right. Where are um, we with these polls? Uh, that's what I want to know. So Interesting. your final answer on this one. Esports. I, I, I just don't want to ruin food for myself. I went esports, too, only because I feel like I would puke. And that's an automatic disqualification, yeah, so I'm I wouldn't a, make any I'm money. Not a, I'm not a big eater, especially not anymore. Uh, I just I don't I don't eat in large amounts if I can avoid it. It would be really fun to like go around and and get this money just eating food, but it would also be fun to get more money not getting sick to my stomach. So that's yeah. why I went esports. Well, this one. the. The eating contest would be fun on some of them. Like I wouldn't mind challenging myself to pizza, but then I hear that you know, dude almost died doing it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point, Joe. Joe nobody's kinda, nobody's yeah. almost died playing video games. That's a good so. point. Uh, that's a very good point, uh, Joe. How did these polls shake out this week? America has voted, and across all of our platforms. It is a 73% they'd rather be esports. It's actually lower than I thought it was going to be. I, I thought esports uh, yeah. was going to really run away with this one. I thought it was going to be more uh, – it was going to be worse than the, the tennis ball or baseball. <laughs> so I did too. I actually thought that it was going to be more in the 90s. Because um, when it started out, when I voted, I think one person had voted for eating and everybody else was uh, esports. So. If you voted for eating, you really like eating. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been a fantastic show tonight. Big shout out to Joe Gregory from the Norfolk Times for joining you, us tonight. Uh, fantastic interview. If you missed any of it, be sure to check us out on any podcast platform. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your, uh, your podcast, you can find us. And be sure to follow the 
show at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. Hit up the drunk line whenever you want. Leave us a voicemail, 440-37-DRUNK. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Don't follow me on Twitter, I guess. Did I not tell you? No. My bad. We out. <laughs>deemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.